Did I never hit record? Oh my God, I never hit record. Oh no. Oh my God, I've recorded a whole episode on my phone only. Oh no, oh no. Hey folks, so the audio on this episode is not good. And I'm really sorry. You'll find out at the end of this episode that for the first time ever, I am recording a podcast regular Tarot Reflections episode for YouTube and in the whole new thing and I've got a new setup. Uh, I totally forgot to hit record on my actual normal audio recording with the good mic and it is too late time-wise for me to re-record the entire episode again. So I apologize for the audio. Please forgive me. Love you all. Welcome to Tarot Reflections, your tarot polls for self-reflection and introspection. I'm your host, Megan Tabukors. Are you ready to look into the mirror that reflects back your mental and emotional state? Then get comfortable, take a deep breath, and let's get reflecting. Hey friends, how's your summer going so far? I'm thrilled Leo season is here. It's my most magical season, baby. As an Aquarius moon and a Leo sun, this past super full moon in Aquarius has left me feeling electric and alive. And I'm using that energy to lay down a solid foundation for rocking some pretty massive goals I'm setting. So before I get into today's episode, to support those really massive goals, I've got a couple of announcements. First, next week will be the first ever Listener Readings episode. On these special episodes, I will be doing mental health tarot readings for your submitted questions. Up to five questions will be read on the podcast, so be sure to get your questions in as soon as possible because they will be read first come, first serve. I've already received a few questions both over TikTok and in my inbox, so it's not too late, but get yours in now. If you have a question you want answered on Tarot Reflections, send it in to tarotreflectionsquestions at gmail.com. Be sure to include your question and any context you might want shared, the name you want me to refer you as. It could be your first name, it can be a fake name, or it can be one of those fun, like, you know, names people would make up when you were writing into those advice columnists, you know, like, dear, missing him dearly. I don't know, I'm bad with coming up with those on the spot, but you can do better. Anyway, send me that and your sun sign, if not your big three, but keep in mind everything in your email would be shared on the podcast unless you specifically request a piece to remain private. My second announcement is that I'm facilitating a mental health first aid course this September. It's a virtual course, which means whether you're listening in Vancouver, BC, or Dildo, Newfoundland, a community I dream of visiting during iceberg season, you can get your mental health first aid certification. You do have to be Canadian to be taught by me, but there are mental health first aid programs in I think like over 30 countries. 
Like a physical first aid course, mental health first aid fosters the skills you need to help someone experiencing a mental health challenge or crisis. I do this work because I genuinely, genuinely, like I feel it in my bones that the more people who are certified in mental health first aid, the stronger our collective community mental health becomes. Now let's get into this week's episode. This year, my identity as a queer person has been at the forefront of a lot of my work. I've talked about it a lot on my social and on this podcast even. I've been openly bisexual for a long time now, but this year has called me to be more engaged in queer activism. We don't need to spend time getting into the whys. You can just read the news and I think make the conclusion as to why I'm feeling this way. But my activism work has pushed me to explore my queer identity in new ways and in genuinely unexpected ways. Before I had gotten intensely involved in activism and addressing queer oppression, I was lightly exploring and questioning what gender identity meant to me. As I became more invested in activism work, I began feeling out using she, they pronouns. As those became more comfortable, I began to feel out the non-binary label, but it never felt quite right. It wasn't sitting as comfortably with me, on me. And I really began to struggle with what that meant. If I didn't quite feel non-binary, but the use of they pronouns brought me joy, what did that label me as? Did I even need the label? Or was I really just being a giant fraud? I wanna pause here and reflect on a different journey of mine for a moment. I've always been a spiritual person. I even remember as a child having this intense feeling that it was possible for me to communicate with the wind and the trees and find both comfort and power in the nature that surrounded me. But it wasn't until my Saturn return that I began to consider my spirituality with more care. It's funny, you know, in my life coaching, goal setting and support work, I'd always stressed that the health area of your life consisted of your physical health, your mental health, and your spiritual health. But it wasn't until I neared 30 that I began to take that encouragement to heart. And when I began to nurture, care for, and bring attention to my spiritual health, my mental health began to vastly improve. It's still so unfamiliar for my spiritual self to be more holistically integrated into my life. It's still a practice for me and it's pushed me to explore some unfamiliar parts of myself for the very first time. In a similar fashion and remarkably similar timeline to my question of gender identity. But it wasn't until I began a new practice in my spiritual work that I realized just how connected and linked my gender identity was with my spirituality. It's a story that I've decided is too personal to share. 
that's a decision I struggled with and debated with for a while. But if you caught last week's episode, you know I'm mindfully practicing setting and following my boundaries. And this is one of those moments. But through my spiritual journey, I've come to better understand why I find the gender binary doesn't feel like it fits me. That while I often do and will continue to express my gender through a more femme construction, it doesn't change the knowledge I have of who I am and why I feel like I ebb and flow along the gender spectrum through time. And why the gender fluid label feels more comfortable on me. So hi, I'm Megan and I'm gender fluid. Now, why am I sharing this story with you all? For one, being vulnerable and sharing who I am with you is something I hope helps foster a safe space for this podcast, for my community and in my work. But I also think it contains some important reminders for us all. It's a reminder that it's still possible and very important to learn new and sometimes surprising things about yourself because we're still learning and growing as humans. It's a reminder that we aren't made up of segments, that the parts of our lives and identities don't sit in neat structured boxes. Rather, they intertwine and intersect with one another. One cannot function fully without the others. And it's a reminder that what matters most is that you know who you are at your core and you do not have to justify your identity for it to be valid. I mean, there are some exceptions to that rule. For example, to identify as part of a racial or cultural heritage, you do have to come from that heritage. I'm talking to you, Rachel Dolezal, whatever your last name is, and the other cultural appropriators out there. But now onto this week's reading. Actually, I better pause here to give a rundown of how these readings go because for the first time ever, this episode of Tarot Reflections is being recorded for YouTube. Hi, YouTube. So we might have some new folks with us today. So each week I pull a two card tarot spread for the week ahead. The first card shares a message of what's to come up for us in the next seven days of when you're hearing this message. This is an important distinction. These messages from the universe that are shared through this tarot spread are intended to find you when you need to hear them. So if you're listening to this episode in October and you notice it was published in August, that doesn't mean that this message is reflective of the life you had back in August. It means you needed to find this episode in October to hear this spread in a time where it's relevant to your life's story. The second card in our weekly spread speaks to the mental health message we need to embody for the week ahead. What tips or advice or shadow work we might need. This part of the podcast is meant to be a time that allows for introspection and self-reflection. 
the tarot is simply a tool for our journey of self-discovery. So this week we have the sun and the king of cups. Our astrological season recently shifted to Leo, like I said at the top of this podcast. So the sun showing up at this time is no surprise. Ahead, we have a week that brings joy and vitality, light and enthusiasm into our lives. Soak in that joy, recharge yourself in an optimistic energy that is filling the air. If you're somewhere where the sun is fully sharing his rays on you, try to find time to take a sun bath. Mindfully and safely, let's remember our sunscreen people, spend some time basking in the warmth and energy of the sun. Allow him to charge your, your aura, your soul, your energetic field, whatever you refer to it as. The presence of the King of Cups here with the sun is sharing a really important message. As I said, it's Leo season right now. It's a time where we tend to lead with our hearts and enthusiastically follow the call of passion. But our King is telling us we need to be careful to balance ourselves between that ambitious, bold heart and our cerebral, logical mind. He's here to remind us that it's possible and important to seek wisdom and counseling. Even, and maybe especially, if that wisdom and counseling come from within. That's everything for this week. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes for sending in your questions for the listener readings episode next week and to register for mental health first aid certification. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be honored if you subscribed and left a rating or review. It really does help the show grow. You can find me on the Instagram, the TikTok, and the threads at Megan's a Witch. There are a lot, like a lot, a lot of business changes coming in these next months. So be sure to follow the socials to not miss any of the exciting announcements I have planned. Until next time, friends.